Yeah, top 10 tag team. Ryan's idea. The tag team guy offered tag team, top tag team wrestling enthusiast. Damn right. As a top 10 list. Yeah, okay. Right. It's a highly, highly conservative conversation we are about to have about some of the greatest, almost the purest form of wrestling is tag team wrestling. Well, let's talk about that on the wrestling show. Everyone, this is Sleazy. Just a fat man. What a dick! Welcome everyone to another wonderful episode. Deets, he called you a dick. <laughs> Being honest, I don't know what to say to that. Um, but I will say this, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the wrestling show, Brandon Deets. I come in for the big for the big shows. And this is this is a big back. deal. And this is a big deal. Teams? Yes, yeah. big deal. It's not very often we get pork Lesnar show up. Aha! It's getting what? bigger too. Holy shit, those fucking pythons. They're getting swole to the goal now, boys. So I know Sleazy didn't watch Raw last night. No, fuck no. But I watch Raw. Ryan, did you notice when they were doing the Otis thing and they were like, the striations? <laughs> and his comedy gold and everything he touches is funny as yes hell, man. I, I, I i chuckled they're like look did, at his striation <laughs> did, did anybody notice when uh was it Marseille called him instead of otis 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 oh i fuck as soon as he said that i'm like i love this group now this is ridiculous now have you watched? Oh no, they've been on. They've been on it ever since they plucked La Knight out of the group. They've been ten times better. Here's the thing that that group is a great example of getting over it any means possible. <laughs> it shows how good they are from a character standpoint because Mace was in a. Aces and eights type group before this. And before that, he wasn't even doing anything. Uh, Mansoor was the guy they, you know, pulled out when they went to Saudi and that was it. Yeah, like a 50 match undefeated straight dickhead. Like, fuck. Right? So they went from that to this and, and they're still getting over. So it's great. And their YouTube, their YouTube bit was great. Um, they do great stuff when they're on Up, Up, Down, Down. It's, it, they're great people. You can tell that they have a uh, passion for this. Come on. Say it. They're a great, they're great guys. guys. Thank you. You said <laughs> great like four times. I'm like, do the goddamn bit. I was waiting till the end to do it. Um, also, you probably heard the tag team match enthusiast, Ryan Williams, is here today. Hey, out from the new workstation man cave getting done up all pretty. Like four bucks. Look at him. 
Yeah, yeah. Upgraded all, all our computers for shits. Still doing the podcast on the phone. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> all these fucking high quality shit, and you're still doing it on the fucking phone. I, damn. I said that. I was the one that said that. I'm like, wow, you have four screens and you're still doing the podcast on the phone. Eventually, we'll get him upgraded. And His damn Canadian stuff. technology. God damn, pal. Uh, today, as we've kind of alluded to now a few times, we're doing um, the top 10 favorite tag teams of each of us. Um, so just to put a little history on this we've done this before uh we did this a long time ago um we terribly done i listen to the podcast <laughs> well, 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 the thing is that this was we did one not that long ago when we talked about wwe's top 50 um and that was a couple years ago and then we randomly dropped like what we consider the top five i don't even think it was accurate i have them and we'll talk about them a little bit later um, but way, way back in a whole other lifetime, it feels like we did an actual top five for all of us. Um, so it was, I think it was nice time to timing to bring it back, see where we're at, have things changed between then and now. Um, and we'll go from there. Um, how do we want to do this? Do we want to just do 10 everywhere and then nine everywhere? Mm-hmm. I think that's probably your best bet. Does okay. anybody have honorable mentions before we dive right in? Ooh, ooh! Uh, I have my end chips, so we'll start ooh. with that. Ooh, <laughs> Ryan's running a segment. I'm scared. Um. Oh yeah, that's right. You you're running this. Baby. Um, Harlem Heat is my honorable mention. Wow. My honorable mention: The New Day. Ryan, kill him. What the? F- so if I had the power to kick you out of this podcast right now, I would. <laughs> no, no. But, but, but it it goes with the list. Just hold your horses. But in my list, they did not make top ten. They, your list is fucking invalid and hasn't even started yet. Like- Perfect. Perfectly fine. Let's roll, boys. Oh, you think that one's bad? Watch my honorable mention. Edging Christian. Wow. And here's here's why. Here's why. What is Edge known for? Who would Edge ever beat? Right? (laughs) Many, many, multiple-time world champion. Many, 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 multiple-time intercontinental champion. What is Christian known for? Who Christian ever beat? Exactly. Multiple-time world champion, NWA champion, Impact champion. I dare say they have, while they were an amazing tag team, I think their legacy is more, even more so now as single stars. Thank you. That's what Ryan. Ryan. That was a percent agree. He's just like, fuck this shit. I'm already pissed we're not even standing. So (laughs) this is awesome. I told you this is going to be great. So the honorable mentions out of Chip were DIY, the Brothers of Destruction, and RK Bro. My honorable I, I like mentions, DIY. My honorable mentions were the Good Brothers, who had eight tag team title reigns, world titles, over three major companies in, a, in as long as they've been together in the longevity of about what almost ten years. Yeah. Uh, I have three honorable mentions for singles guys because they just 
they didn't make my list somewhere, so I wanted to give them a shout-out, which would be Rey Mysterio, who had eight different tag team title championship reigns with eight different partners. Kane, 12 tag team championship reigns with seven different partners. And Billy Gunn with 11 tag team championships with three different partners. So what you're saying is Ray gets around. Ray and Kane get around. Yeah, but... Whoa, whoa, get around. Only- they get around. I get around, round, 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 round. I get around, get around, round, 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 round. See, when I hear I get around, I think Tupac. I went Beach Boys. So, I mean, I dare say I went older. Both are great. Hey, okay, yes, okay. I'm not saying so, they're not. Two, uh, two honorary mentions are on my top 10 list. I'm <laughs> not funny. Already, already. So, I'll start with Chips. Then I'll do yours, and then I'll finish on mine for the 10th. Chips number 10 is... Where's his fucking name? I fucking hate him. I hate him already. Coco Beware and Bob Holly. What? (laughs) Y'all right being paired together, but still fucking fun. That was the name that he gave me for the number 10 team on his list. Can somebody please go? I will go. I have to make up for that. Oh, fuck. My number 10 team is technically a trio. Not allowed. Unless no. The Freebirds. Because that's exactly who it is. I'm like, not allowed unless it's the Freebirds. <laughs> or the New Day. Or the, the New Day. Fabulous Freebirds, baby. Michael P.S. Hayes. Let's go. We talked about Terry Gordy before we just stepped on here. We did. Jimmy Jam. Let's fucking go. Jimmy Jam Garvin. Buddy Roberts? And Buddy Roberts. I I don't hate your big beats. I I don't because just... You'll see when I say my number 10, but I don't hate your pick. I don't think it like I know Jimmy Garvin was part of the Freebird, but I think the Freebirds, I don't think Jimmy Garvin. I was just mentioning just (laughs) rolling through my tongue. Yes, he was part of it, but... Yeah, and they did have a fucking U.S. or multiple U.S. tag team title reigns, too, right? Like, Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, sleazy. Okay, so... Uh, I'm not ashamed of this pick. Okay? Yes, you are. If no. you're going to tell us immediately you're not ashamed, you're ashamed. No, because I feel... <laughs> I, I, I'm sensing a Dalton Castle and the boys. Ooh, that would have been a good one, but it's Ooh, not. Okay. Um, no, it... It's more of an, a nostalgic pick that they weren't the most prolific tag team by any stretch of the imagination, but I love them. It is a natural disaster. Yes! Typhoon um, <laughs> yes. Earthquake, of course. I mean, they, they, they only had, what, two runs with the WF t- titles, if I remember correctly. And, you know, to be fair, once again, they were one of those tag teams that were always a threat, but they were really weren't pushed all that much all the time. And the run wasn't all that long, but it was one of those things where it was two big motherfuckers and not, not just like, you know, big buff motherfuckers, just like big beefy, beefy. Yeah. (laughs) And, and Ryan, you can, you can sympathize with me in this respect because it's, it's one of those, one of those tag teams where it felt like that, Okay, if they can do it, maybe I can, you know, I feel good enough that I may be able to do something like that, you know? Yeah, they, they fucked somebody oh, up and they were on a pilot. Yeah. 
So yeah, that that's my number 10. That's man. My number 10 is the Young Bucks. Wow. Why? A little early. What? <laughs> you said early. Did you shut your whore mouth? What do you mean? I didn't hear what he said. <laughs> They're on the list early, I thought. Little early, mate. They they are. Are right over early. They are. Little early. Young, let's get this out of the way right now. At no Why? point in any world are the Young Bucks a top 10 tag team. What, that they're not a top 10 They're team? not. They are not. Now watch, Ryan. There's about 10 teams in the be... 80s. No, hold on. Watch, no, 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 no. Watch Ryan be the only person not to have the Young Bucks on his list. They're not. They're not. Oh, the chip. Hold on now. I'll double check because I wanted to double check now because you, you got it brought it up. I'm curious if he did put them on. Okay. Uh, chip. chip didn't put on the Young Bucks, yep. but he yep. did put on Coco Beware. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So. Yeah, that's a little fucked. The reason I didn't fight about the Freebirds one, because when I was doing this list and I hit number 10, I couldn't pick a number 10 because of how many times we've had conversations about so many teams and all that stuff. So my number 10 spot is the entire 80s tag division. What the fuck? That's a fucking cop out. It is. You, you could select 15 nope. teams. No, nope. pick one. Pick a team. Go to list. Pick a team. Pick one. Pick one. Nope. You can't say you can't bitch at me about the young bucks and go, I'm gonna pick every team in the 80s ever. I, I can't. You can't. I can't. You can't pick one or I'll pick one for you. My problem with the 10 number 10 pick and saying the 80s tag division as a whole, because of the whole answer of there are so many good tag teams from the 80s that you look at the brain busters, you look at the hat foundation, you look at the bulldogs, you look at the rock and roll express, you look at the middle. These teams are influential in the 80s, but for the rest of the teams on my list, they weren't as influential in other aspects of it. But there were so many good teams from the 80s that you could have realistically put in that 10th spot. You could have put the Road War. Like, you, you know what I mean? It was too hard of that. I wanted to do a top 10, but the top five would have been stupid hard ridiculous to pick just five. Even top 10 proved to me to be around. All right, if you're going to force me to pick a top 10, it's New Age Outlaws. Out of the 80s, you dumb fuck. Oh, no, but there's a difference. I wanted to give the pro entire proper props to the Then you do that as your honorable mention, you dumb fuck. <laughs> oh, y'all. I, I was just going to pick Savage and Hogan for you. You should, you should wait wait for chips. Don't worry. Sleazy, don't get oh, I can't wait. <laughs> Mega powers are, at, are coming. So, but all, all the same, yeah, and that was the only reason, because I couldn't realistically pick a time from the 80s that gave one specific team that was standing over out of so many teams that really stood above in a territory time and a fed time that, like, tag team wrestling, they kind of cared about tag team wrestling at that point, too, right? Yeah, the, the, well, kind of. Kind of, and that's was, kind of. Unless you were over, like, Rover? Mm-mm. Because you needed to be a draw in the territory days for as a tag team. Like, really. But you had, the, you had the Bulldogs as tag champs running the B-shows. You had the Road Warriors running B-shows as tag champs. You had Brain Busters. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there were so many good teams as a 10 that I, 
1,000% copped out number 10 as the entire 80s wrestling division because the 80s tag team wrestling division deserves that shine. And just to get it out of the way, Chips number nine is Hogan and fucking Savage. <laughs> a team that's won zero titles and we're together for like 10 months. Well, I mean, Hogan grad for the gold. That kind of gold. <laughs> Savage. My team was from the 80s and the early 90s, and that's a hard foundation. You cop out, piece of shit, motherfucker. <laughs> so fuck you. See, you could have put the Hard Foundation as one of my number 10 teams. Thanks. No, it's going to be George South and some jobber. Fuck you. Dwayne Gill. Hey, there we go. Goldberg <laughs> and Dwayne Gill. Yep. Okay. Goldberg Anything? and Gilbert. Never teamed together. That's your number 10. Hard Foundation. For yourself, sir, I'll ask. As a technical guy, seems a little low. Yeah, I would agree with that, actually. Mm-hmm. That's surprisingly low for you. Mm-hmm. Any particular reason why? Because. Wow, what? I never really? wanted to do this. I didn't want to really do this list. Fucking content. So, so I don't want to do this list. I want to make it as miserable for everyone as possible. You didn't want to do this list? I said multiple times in the chat, why are we doing this? We've done this twice already. Why are we doing it a third time? Because everything's better in threes. Screen three. That's a lie. Okay. Because I could tell you my list changed. Mine probably did because I don't remember. <laughs> like, Mine's definitely changed. The last time you've done a legitimate top 10, at no point in anybody's or top five, the last time you've done a legitimate one, were New Day and Usos in anybody's conversation. No, because they probably weren't out then or over but, then. And that's what I mean. Like That is clearly in the past 10 years had a major shift at two mm-hmm. at least teams. So Chip, Chip might have said Usos. D2 is your number nine. Did not? Number nine. What was your number nine? Oh, my number nine? Yeah. It's the lovely boys from London. British Bulldogs. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, but they're not from London. No, they're not. They're from whatever. Over the pond somewhere. No, like I, I, this is where, this is where Tommy deserves it. This is where, like, they need to be mentioned. Uh, they were great for tag team. Uh, wish Dynamite had a better career. Is what it is about that. But Davy Boy had a hell of a run. You want so. pisses me off about not 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 the Bulldogs pissing me off. It's when he had that back surgery and then like four weeks later shows up at WrestleMania three, he could have just stand on the apron, but no, he was the one that w- was getting all the, the fucking heat. heat. Yeah. He was the one. All you had to do was just, put, you just had back surgery. All you had to do was just stand on the apron. Yeah. The then, London thing was a big fucking thing. Yeah. It was though. It was the worst part about it. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. So what's your number nine? My number nine goes back to the territory days, and it's something I've brought up before, the Rock and Roll Express. Um, While their matches, and I believe in the last time we did this, uh, Fat Man said that their matches are kind of formulaic. Yes, but that is what made them a team. They were Southern. That Southern style. Southern style. Started out hot, and then then. 
get the heat and then get the hot tag and then the finish. Yeah. And it but worked. It, like, it worked every time. Yeah. So uh, they, from a historic perspective, I believe that they deserve that a spot on this top ten. Shit, Richard Morton's still going. Yeah. With his son. <laughs> his son's really good too, let's be fair here. Mm-hmm. He just needs to find a good tag partner because I think I think he's a good I don't think he'll be good as a singles, but if he finds the right tag partner, he'll be fucking great. Agree. Next guy who's running well, segment. I'm sorry, I was just fact-checking one thing here as I reveal my number nine, which would be the 10-time WCW Tag Team Champions, Harlem Heat. The reason they were there from their first from their first tag title reign in 93, I think their last one was 2000, they ran a tag division that had the Steiners, Luger, and Sting, uh, the Outsiders, and they had more tag reigns than any other teams. And beat, I think, all of the teams but the Outsiders in a time where WCW's tag division was really hot. Adam Heat were the team to, if you wanted to be there, if you wanted to be known as one of your top teams, you had to beat Harlem Heat and WCW in the 90s. That's fair. And then to just swing back into it, and I'll even say my number eight first, which stays with WCW, it is the Steiner Brothers, 12-time World Tag Team Champions, the first tag team to hold three separate major tag team championships at the same time, which were the WCW tag team titles, the WCW United States tag team titles, and the RWGP tag team championships. Also, I believe Crockett Cup winners. They were Crockett Cup winners. Let's see where Mr. Willett rise. Hey, he's number eight. Here's his new Japan pick. It's Ozzy opened. Oh, oh, they're, oh no. Oh, oh, it gets better. Yes, I know they are brand new, but watch them. As good as Catch-22 is, they are so much better. Catch-22 doesn't pop up on his fucking list, so I don't know why he's talking about them. What the fuck? I... Did he pull tag teams out of a hat? I think so. I think he was like, I need one team that kind of sucked Will Ospreay's dick. I need another one that's going to piss off Fat Man. That's actually in the notes. That's the only reason why Hogan and Savage are there. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't, yes. he, it doesn't piss me off. He's just sounding idiotic because he's just making himself look like a like a. I think it's bobo. a great pop. Huge pop. Huge pop. Well, well, if you want huge pops, then I will go next. Road Number eight. Number eight. For the great list of deets, selects Devon, Bubba Ray, kick him out. The Dudleys, kick him out, kick him out. <laughs> number eight, number eight, number eight. Are you sure? Are you sure you wanted Devon and Bubba Ray, or Devon and Big Dick? Yeah, or so or Spike and give me a random du- sign guy. Sign guy, who oh, is no, by the no, way no. now the vice president of Impact Wrestling. Well, Anthem Sports, but uh, I am. Well, yeah, but wait a minute. Sign uh, guy Dudley was Jamore. No, no. Okay, no, no. Stop trying to sidetrack. I know. No, I'm, okay. Fucked on no, he, he just no. got president. No, yeah, I know. I saw he got. I saw he got pushed to pres. That's why I was bringing it up. 23 right. time, 23 time world tag team champions over multiple <laughs> major fucking feds. Yeah, in the top of the division, yep. everywhere they number eight. Number eight. That means there's seven teams better than the Dudley. Seven. 
There's eight teams better than Deets. Actually, actually, there. actually, in my in my list right here, eight. Huh? <laughs> I hope you step on twenty three separate Legos. <laughs> I hope you lose your lighter. <laughs> and this is and this is why we did this top ten again. Exactly. Jesus, fuck you. Somebody else go, Matt. Somebody else go. Holy fuck. You're going to make me want to fly down the state to smack a motherfucker with another motherfucker. I'll go. Edge and Christian. Respectable here. Respect. Better than that fucking honorable mention, Edge and Christian. Fuck. It's uh, as long as they get a mention, I'm okay with it. I I consider them. They've outgrown the tag division. They really truly had. It's kind of rare to see two different people from the Jinnadi's a, a multiple time world champion. <laughs> exactly. Uh oh. Oh, sleazy oh, sleazy Bell. Oh no, there's been a power outage. Sleazy. I think it's his camera because he's still on. Can you hear us? No. Sleazy. Oh, no. He can hear us. Oh, no. But no, he just shifted. So, Did, okay. Well, we're still can, recording, so that's we're fine. Still, yeah. <laughs> Welcome back with your number eight pick. WWE SmackDown tag champions. WWE Raw tag team champions. Billy and Chuck. WWE NXT champions. Not Billy and Chuck. IWGP tag team champions. It's FTR. Ring of Honor tag champion. Triple A tag team champion. Seven star FTR. The only tag championship that they haven't won in a major promotion is Impact. And the NWA? Well, major, I said. And God, let it please still be the truth. (laughs) Um, In all honesty, they've to, the, to say that they have done an amazing job of creating from literally nothing one of the greatest runs of the modern era, without, without the WWE, there's still, you know, amazing champions. You know what I mean? <sighs> so how can you not put them on this list? They're, they're great in the ring. They're great in promos. The only thing wrong with them is that they like Sam Punk too much. <laughs> I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that that point of knowledge. Uh, maybe on the Punk hate, I mean... I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do, I guess, but... Protect your yeah. friends. And so That's what I'd say. Number seven, as we all decided to say, I'll do mine and Chips at the same time. Chips seven being the Hardy Boys. My number seven was actually Edge and Christian. Ooh, ooh. Okay, okay. I, respectable, respectable. My number seven was a team that has already been mentioned. Uh, it is Harlem Heat. Yes, Harlem Heat over Dudley's all day, every day. Like I said, Sting and Luger, the Steiner brothers, they were big teams back in WCW. And like Harlem Heat beat like like when we talk about the Dudley boys later in the, in ECW, the Dudley, they always talk about like four of the best tag teams in ECW. And it was like the Eliminators, uh Rob Van Dam and Sabu, uh Landstorm, Chris Candido, and they were like, these all great teams all got beat by the Dudley Boys. Like it just uh, in terms of when you talk about Harlem Heat, like 
They faced those teams. They faced the outsiders. They, they faced and beat Luger and Sting, who were popular at the time. They were facing the Road Warriors, like all of these teams that were good. Yeah. yeah. No, you're bounce percent right. So I oh, am. By just, the way, Harlem Heat. Oh. No, Harlem Heat. The Road Warriors were in WCW. In, at the same in, time. Got at beat the same them. time. Yeah. Yep. So. Uh, one, two, three. Pork Lesnar. What's your number seven? He just mentioned it. Oh, I thought I do apologize. I wanted to hear it again because I really want to put over Harlem Heat, man. What's your problem? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, since Fat Man was so ignorant, Sleazy, what was your number seven? Uh, Young Bucks. Um, I, I almost you left the chat. I'm most left to chat. I'm going to say this. The Young Bucks, once again, have done a great job turning literally a shit run in TNA into probably one of the best indie careers ever and into one of the a catalyst for a huge company to start. And th- none of that happens without the Young Bucks. None of the many, many uh, promotions that put their eggs in one basket with the Young Bucks did that. 2CW did that. Um, if nothing else, you look at every single match that they had in Ring of Honor, fucking bangers. Every single match that they had in, in uh, New Japan, fucking bangers. And now while they've transitioned a little bit more into an executive role, they're still putting on bangers in AEW. And of course, I don't even need to tell you how many times they fucking won championships all over the goddamn place. The only many as you think, though, if you're going to count the RWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championships, it kind of puts them up a little bit. But actual major world tag team championships, Young Bucks really haven't held a lot. They haven't, and and you're absolutely right in that respect. However, they're the the type of quality of the matches and the quality of them drawing is pretty up there. Like they were really truly heavy draws on the Indies and they were draws in AEW and they were draws in ring of honor and they're draws in new Japan too. They're, they're one of the top Gaijin tag teams in new Japan. Fat man, please don't say young books too. I almost were my 10. Yeah, he, he, they, he mentioned him early. I, I already even, said I even comment, commented. I'd say that's a little early. I said it just because sometimes you had been a dick. You know, I figured you were going to repeat the Young Bucks again. <laughs> I would have loved that. <laughs> Chip and I have the same parties. At number seven? Yeah. Wow. Wow. I mean, good tag team. Like, it's a good pick. They are definitely a top seven tag mm-hmm. team. They're deserving on a list. So now we go to number six. We're almost broken the top ten here, boys. Mr. Willis, your next pick was... He's going to make me read it. (laughs) This is more entertaining than... It really is. His number six pick is the Dudley Boys. It's a load of shit. (laughs) (laughs) It's a load of fucking shit. Like, he... Only because, like, they're in my number six, they are 15 time world tag team champions in terms of what a world title was. Yes, 13 of them were Ring of Honor, but they are still a team that they were a team that was a major team 
that didn't really go anywhere. And that is the Briscoes. That, that's Mark. That's Jay. Like, they didn't get that chance to shine in WWE or AEW, but, like, they're the Ring of Honor World Tag Champs. They've held the RWGP Tag Team titles and former Impact Tag Team Champions. That was your number six? Number mm-hmm. six, the Briscoe Brothers. Well, no, that was that was Chips. Oh, no, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. no, no. Chips was the Dudleys. Yeah, Chips was the one that he was retired and drank. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> God damn it. Okay, so six, me and Ryan are in agreement, but them boys. It is them boys, but I also mixed in a little FTR as well. You put them together. I put them together. Pop out. I will cop out. I, I will agree with that. That's a bit of a cop out on number six. No, we have no. honorable mentions. No, no, no. Why are no, you no, having no. honorable mentions in your in your in your? Uh, I, there's 300 because literally tag teams on my top ten. The two, the 2022. You can literally watch those three matches that they had in 2022, and they will hold up against anything that's and currently hold on up television. One year later. No, it'll hold up. You said anything that's on television today. Their last match was three months ago. What are you saying? (laughs) What I'm saying is it it holds up against anything that that they have ever put out. It's top quality. It's you redeemed yourself by saying that. Okay, like the Briscoes can put on a hell of a match. Shit, I was there at uh, I think it was Final Battle when they wrestled the dub. the Bucks for the last time. I was one of the craziest matches I've ever seen. FTR and them boys, though, that's something special that we unfortunately will never ever get to see again. So that's where I get my cop out. Leave my number six pick alone. Number five is going to piss everyone off. Yeah. Uh, mine are Arden Tully. They should be. They they should be number one. But I I I. Put a bit, a little bit of objectivity into this. I, I compromised and put them at six because, in my opinion, they they are my favorite tag team of all time. Well, that was that was kind of our the big question when we were looking at these lists: Are we doing favorites? Are we doing the best? Because objectively, the best there are. My list is different. I'll be yeah. perfectly frank with you because, mm-hmm. as much as I love the natural disasters, they would not hit a ten top ten greatest of all time list. But they're one of my favorite tag teams. Yeah. Oh, it, yeah. And like I said, that's why I got it. That's why I wanted to try favorites to get to mixing. Favorites is your, I get it, your, oh, it could be this and it doesn't matter. That's why I wanted to try it best because there's so many, it's in that line now for all of us too. We have so many legit things to look at when actually coming up this and not just personal bias on stuff like you look at the companies that were worked like you look at the quality that they're working against and all that kind of stuff that's why i was trying to go by here everybody's got a bit of a range the top of the list is going to be weird for some of you fucks but like <laughs> ain't that the truth i can't so, wait to hear chips it's lazy what was your number six uh my number six is somebody nobody mentioned yet and i can't believe i put them on this list because honestly not a, the hugest fan of them, the Usos. Um, their current run, fucking legendary, and they've been a great tag team for years. The only thing that you can really fault them for, if anything, is that they are drunk and driving. Uh, yeah, um, there's an from a perspective of they, they're a 
WWE tag team. You know what I mean? Like, how dare they have longevity in the biggest wrestling company in the world? Yeah. How dare them? Yes. But I think there's something to be said of a tag team that walks away, goes someplace else. Instead of drawing drunk away? They tried to multiple times. Okay, you want me to make the fucking joke? I'll make the joke. They stumbled away here and there. Okay. And before we go to our top five, let us take a quick break. Um, when we come back, we'll do our top fives. I'm also going to reveal our top fives from our previous episode of this really quickly from Chip, Fat Man, and myself. So stick around after this. And we're back, folks. No, we're not. It's a lie. I wasn't back. Um, so really quickly, uh, we did the, like I said, we did this list, uh, two years ago when WWE threw out their top 50 WWE tag teams all the time. Uh, fat man had the brain busters, uh, five to one brain busters, edge and Christian heart foundation, Hardy's and Dudley's number one. Ch- uh, I had the Steiners Hardy's rock and roll express Dudley's and road warriors is number one. Chip had Hardy's New Day, Harlem Heat, Edge and Christian, and the Dudleys. So Chip was actually the only one that actually put the New Day up before their legendary tag team run, which I think is interesting. It is. Was I not on the show? No, me and you didn't no. do this week, Deets. They even this, said it, it's shitty that Ryan wasn't on. Whatever had happened to me that week, I wasn't on that episode. Yeah. It was mentioned immediately. Yeah. So um, continue on, Ryan. Mr. Willick comes in at number five with a team that everybody else seems to speak highly of. And the only reason they made my top 10 is I grouped them into the 80s tag division. That's the LOD. I'll go next. My number five is also the Road Warriors. Hilarious. Um, it's the Road Warriors. I'll go next. But here, here's the thing. I, I'm going for a specific version of Legion of Doom, Animal and Heidenreich. <laughs> you were saying? No, Road Warriors Pop is legendary. I mean, they were the team to beat in the territories. They were the reason why tag team wrestling was popular at all. Because otherwise it was, well, now I have to book four guys for the same, for the price of two in one match. But the Road Warriors were such a big deal that it mattered enough. So, there you go. Okay, I'll go next. My number five is the... Uh, it's FTR. Oh, fuck you. Hey, man, funny enough, my number five, also FTR. Wow! My man. number five is actually Sleazy's number six. The Usos. <laughs> so, I, I, I selected the Usos. We're all uh, on the same fucking wavelength here. We're, 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 and, and this, this is where the, you look at the best tag teams. This is where most normal people are going to have these teams out there because of the same things we've been talking about, the longevity. Like for FDR, for me, seven different world titles in the past seven years. Seven major world titles, that world tag titles that they have had. They've touched gold everywhere they went. And this is probably one of the best years they've had to bring a shine back to a tag division. And they are one of those generational tag teams in terms of when you look at all the great WWE tag teams, 
the Usos, the Dudleys, the New Day, American Alpha, DIY, they wrestled them. And then they got to leave. And then they got the Briscoes. And then they got the Young Bucks. And then they got the Lucha Brothers. And like, not very often you get a tag team that transcends that two molds. And FTR did it. Mm -hmm. I agree with that. Number four, Chip has Edge and Christian. I picked the 12-time World Tag Team Champions over multiple feds, the Hardy Boys. This is where I have the Young Bucks. Why number four? Because he's a fucking American chip's not Because here. three <laughs> will make sense after four. Okay. I probably should have did this with number six, but I think I ran out of space. And I wanted to mention the fabulous free birds. Fucking young bucks. Brandon Jeans with the 24 team top 10. Uh, my number four is the Usos. Wow. Man, you, you can't, like, I'm going to go through when I talk about it. We can't knock them. Longest no. tag team reign in WWE history. Eight times world tag team champion. Currently the unified tag champs. They are a top five tag team. They are a generational tag team now. Except they're on my number six. Number five for me. It's not a big deal. Are we on to three? No, Sleazy never said it's fourth. Oh, I apologize. They're on my wall. Briscoes. One of them, yeah. The Briscoes. It's either that or freaking uh, the Wolves. <laughs> they win and use Batman <laughs> become a tag team. Right? Well, I was about to say, I mean. Yeah, it, the Briscoes. I, I mean, hey, you said it. let They're me get this straight. We did challenge Heath Slater and Ginger Mahal to a match, and they Declined. had to create a pandemic to get out of it. Yeah, that, so, that is absolutely true. So I, so I, I, I don't know. Yeah, we are spoiler the number one tag team because people are so afraid of us that pandemics were created so they didn't have to face us. He's not wrong. Not wrong. Um, I think that in another world, Jay and Mark Briscoe would be on top of any tag division in the world. Um, I think the only thing that held them back was their own gimmick, honestly. Um, what what yeah, if they were held back before their gimmick because they were ugly as fuck. Um, they were the they were not aesthetically pleasing to WWE TV. Yeah. And well, that's kind of my point is that that was way back in 2009. I'm talking even later, like 2014, 2015, 2016. There was a point in time where they were contemplating leaving Ring of Honor. And in another world, I could have seen them in the WWE system at the top. And by all rights, they did as best as they could with where they were. They were Ring of Honor's, like, team. They were Ring of Honor. More than, I dare say, anybody else ever in Ring of Honor, even more than Jay Lethal. When you think of Ring of Honor, you think the fucking Briscoes. Yeah. So to say that they're not one of the top tag teams of all time says everything you need to know about a 20-year company that landed with the Briscoes every time they could. No, and again, you can't argue with that. Like They had to have made my list, too, when I did it up, and I totally understood it. 
Now we've reached the all-important top three, and here's where it's kind of floaty around, I thought. Chip put FDR as his number three. I put my number three as the Usos. And I think I think they're the fact that those teams have gone all that high up in the less than 10 years that we've done this list is a testament to how many great tag teams there have been over the past 10 years and how much life has changed for tag team divisions. Yeah, really. Fat man. New day. Deets. I have the Hardys here. Hence my, my young bucks. Then I went Hardys because we had that lovely little run and yeah. Yeah, I, I thought it fit well here. Sleazy? Mine was also the Hardys. Um, I, the Hardys are one of the most prolific tag teams. Um, anytime they go anywhere, they make noise. Um, obviously, they're many, many times WWE tag champs, um, but they're one of the few tag teams that, once again, kind of like FTR, they transcended the WWE mold. So they when they were out there, they were doing WWE. Then they did Ring of Honor. Then they did, you know, uh, they were in uh, um, with the box and stuff like that and doing all sorts of different things. Remember the the year that they were in a ladder match with the Bucks and the very next night they're in a ladder match at WrestleMania. That's the kind of shit that they did because that's who they are. So, yeah. Number two, myself and Chip have both picked the New Day. Add me to that list. Wow. Oh. Oh. Fat Man? New Day is my number three. My number two was the Dudleys. Fat Man would ruin that with everybody picking New Day as the second hey, Wait, 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 wait. You gave me all this shit. Dudleys are number one. Dudleys are number one. Dudley, Dudley, I Dudley, never Dudley. said Dudleys were number one. That was Ryan, not me. And, and partially Sleazy. <laughs> That was not uh, me. That was I did not give you shit. My number two is the Legion of Doom. Wow. You can't go wrong with it. You want that you can go wrong with the Legion of Doom. NWA, WCW, WWF. They all had memorable moments in their time and place. They were the only team to win AWA, NWA, and WWF tag team titles. That is correct. He might as well add one day the other. No, that was the Hellraisers. So it leads us to our number one. I, should I just get? Should I just go right right away? Or no? Yeah. I want to hear. I want to hear chips. I want to hear chips. Chips is the Usos, actually. That doesn't surprise me. No. Mine is the right answer of the Dudley Boys because of everything we've talked about. Like I, Ryan, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, twenty-three time. Tag team championships. World, not not just other regional belts. World. That's yeah. world, world tag team total ranks. Every promotion that you could think of, every moment that you can think of when it comes to tag team wrestling, the Dudleys were involved, with very few exceptions. Um, how can you not put them at number one? I didn't. I know you can't because you're wrong. I'm never wrong. What's your number one? I, I need to know. So the funny thing is Road Warriors weren't even in my honorable mentions. 
I had the Briscoes as number one. Wow. Markish answer, but I understand top five for them. I I appreciate it. The 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 swinging thing was I think they had better matches than the Dovies had overall. And you know me, match quality over total reigns all day. Yeah. So you take a look at everyone's list. There's so many title reigns between all of them. The lowest team on mine was Edge and Christian and FTR, and they only had seven world tag team title reigns as a team. And they're the lowest was seven tag world tag team total reigns. And right, I, Gates, yeah, I know you got to go. Well, I don't have to go. Oh, he's just going to get kicked off. I, I, I'm pro- when I announced my number one, going to sign off. Play with uh, it as you kick me. As you kick me, man, come on! I'm trying to create drama here, and you fucking. You. Well, you just sent it. I just wanted to read it. Oh, you're now you're fucking, being dumb. God damn you. Pull it back the fucking curtain, you fucking KB, kayfabe breaking piece of shit. Anyway. Kayfabe's dead, bro. So, my number me, one. Damn it. You still got to sell the product. Stop. Uh, Sleazy's going to have a heart attack. We don't want so him to die. My number one was mentioned probably 20 minutes ago. Please tell me it's the Rock and Roll Express. You're goddamn right it is. Yes! How the fuck do you get over in the 80s and 90s? You beat up the fucking Rock and Roll Express. That's literally how it was done. You were a made team. Yeah, number and also longevity. Those guys still come in, bang in, bang out. That's why they're my number one. I respect the, the pick. I... You know, once again, like I said before, you know, it, we're talking about a combination of favorite and best, in my opinion. Take a look at my list if you don't agree with that. But, yeah, I mean, there, there's so many great tag teams in the world. And so many can be considered, you know, prolific. And Rock and Roll Express is absolutely a prolific tag team. So. Well, that's this was a great little fucking rundown. Uh, thanks, Ryan, for running this. Always, this uh, tag wrestling, I had to. Right, right. <laughs> uh, Fat man, do you have uh, news and or rumors? I do, and now I'm very disappointed in that we did not start the segment off as saying, "Yo, dog, I heard you like tag teams." Uh, but you weren't saying it to me. That's true. If you, if you were running this segment, that would be, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Okay. Yes, I do have news and rumors. Um, We are going to talk about how fuck Dave Meltzer does <laughs> allegedly does lines off of Tony Khan's dick. Uh, 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 whoa, what? Whoa, 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 whoa. Bro, we're going to get kicked off Facebook now. I said allegedly. That only works in Pat McAfee world. Okay, allegedly. Wait, wait a second here. You're telling me that Meltzer is close with Tony Khan. Allegedly. Allegedly. Sure. Meltzer cleaned up his room for Tony Khan. Oh, did oh oh I'm sorry. Did you hear the newest rumor? No. Uh Oscar's out of WrestleMania. What? Yeah. Uh Brock Lesnar's replacing her because they need somebody to take the title off a black person. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. You are fucking terrible. 
<laughs> you fucking terrible. No, the reason why I have my lovely little lantern is somebody that normally holds this goddamn thing. Guess what? Ain't appearing a mania. Um, I got that too. Sleazy. Uh, yeah, I haven't really said anything. <laughs> we'll be back. <laughs> Some of us will. I was. <laughs> I was going to say. Orange is the new black. So. Orange Cassidy. It's a great. It's a great series. It's not though. But okay. It really is. It's really not though. All right. Let me just talk. Game Monsters fucking AEW Revolution Star ratings are out. Here we go. The pre-show match got three and a half stars. Which for, a pre-show. for a pre-show? For a pre-show. For a pre-show. Uh, Ricky Starks for Chris Jericho got four stars. Yeah, mid. Jack Perry and Christian got four stars. Mid. Trio's tunnel match got four and three quarters. Double mid. What was missing? Uh, the, the, the triple threat uh, women's tunnel match got three stars. That would have been my poop emoji. Page and Moxley got five stars. That was a good match. They beat oh, the fuck it? out of it. I liked it. It was stupid. It was stupid, but I liked it. Warlow and Samoa Joe got two and a quarter. Agreeable. Um, The four-way tag titles got three and a quarter. And the Iron Man match got five and three quarter stars. And just to, to cover Ryan's question, the Tokyo Dome is what it was missing. Oh, okay, okay, thank you. I just wanted to answer the question. He's out of his mind. Uh, yep, 100%. It, it, this proves that Dave Meltzer's getting paid by Tony Khan to overrate matches. Think? I don't think it's... Not think, no. No, I, I I disagree with the premise that he's getting paid to overrate the matches. I think he's getting paid, but not specifically to do that. I think he's just doing it out of the sense of their being money. paid. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like the money that's getting deposited from Tony Khan's drug account allegedly to Dave Mouser's jerk off account, not allegedly. Yeah, yeah, yeah world right. like I do. Okay, Brett Wyatt. <laughs> Rumored to have an injury, even though he took two bumps. Okay. Um, despite being advertised for a match against LA Knight at Saturday's Men's Square Garden show, yeah. Brett Wyatt did not appear as reporting dealing with a physical issue at the moment. Neither yeah. Wyatt or Bobby Lashley appeared on this week's Raw. Uh, Bobby did do a tweet to Hype Up Mania. According to... Fuck, We got to get this fucking cadence down. Jesus Christ. We've done yeah, this. You broke up the Meltzer. How hard is it to go? You fuck? are Canadian. Go on. Okay. From what I understand, the match is still on for WrestleMania, and he should be back very soon. That That's pretty much all I can say. There is no, there's, there is something to it, but I'm not at liberty to discuss. What? As far as I as far as I know, everything I've been told is that it's not a creative issue or anything like that. It's nothing you can discuss. That is your fucking job, Meltzer. 
to discuss this shit. He's a journalist. It's fine. Kind He's of- a paid journalist. He's not like one of us where just fucking talk shit and just be like, fuck you, mate. Yeah, we don't get paid to do that. why all of a sudden I just went there. We've we've done this for 10 years. We don't get paid for shit. Yeah. Do it for the bit of business. Right. We the do journalistic integrism. I gotta go. See ya. See ya, dudes. In- integrism? Integrism. Okay, so here's the thing. I I guarantee you it's something either ridiculously funny from an illness perspective or it's COVID. It's something. That's that's what I think it is. I there were a lot of rumors rolling around like, oh my god, it's he walked out of he walked walked out out of the mess where garden show creative issues. Yeah, like he's gonna walk out over a house show creative issue. Yeah, three weeks before WrestleMania or two weeks before WrestleMania. Yeah, Yeah, fuck you. That ain't happening. Um, he was on SmackDown, so I don't. My my guess is he got COVID. And they didn't want to announce he got COVID for fear that he spread COVID two weeks before WrestleMania. Can you imagine? And have half the card off? Yeah, they they absolutely would be. You can you can hear the blowback that would happen. Like if eight or nine wrestlers got fucking COVID over that two weeks before WrestleMania, half the card's gone. Or even worse, that they don't. They do have COVID and they send them out there anyway. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. The blowback of that would be catastrophic. So I agree. I, I, I guarantee it was COVID and I guarantee that they're going to keep it hush hush until very least after WrestleMania. Former TNA star Crimson was arrested in jail for violating an active order of protection. Police conducted Thank a well. Thank you, Ryan. That. Yeah. Police, no about Crimson. Yeah, right. I just found this funny. Police conducted a welfare check on February 24th, and it was found that Mayweather, which is Christian, Kristen, Crimson, Crimson. Holy stroke. Yep. Had made several calls to his juvenile son's phone and sent several text messages to his wife, even while police were present. Dude, get a fucking uh a warrant Dude. was issued for his arrest, and he was booked that week. Crimson was previously jailed for headbutting his wife in 2016. So I want to point out, you've said over this entire thing, wife, not ex-wife, not estranged wife, wife. Yes. Well, I'm pretty sure it's estranged because there's an order of protection. Oh, but, yeah. like that doesn't happen. I mean, wait. What? Like somebody will get an order of protection and go, oh well, it doesn't really matter. You can stay here for the weekend. No, 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 no. Okay, yeah, okay. I was just say, wait, what? It's you know, but that's but that's um, I thought it funny it, it, that he did it with the cops were there. Yeah, that's ridiculously dumb. Obviously, domestic abuse is a very real matter, and yep. people listen, you wouldn't have to abuse domestically. Having a moment here and fucking Ryan. Ryan uses dark humor all the time. This is something that he's always done, and you fucking damn well know this. Yes, I do. I was trying to get the get the PSA out before you started, but I guess I, I didn't even get that far. So go on, go ahead. 
Well, fuck it. I'm, listen, I'm one of advocate of it's all funny or it's not funny. The second you start saying one thing as though you shouldn't say that, you might as well say it about all of it. Yes, obviously, I'm doing the PSA for a real reason, okay? Yes, obviously don't beat your fucking partners. Don't be a dickhead about it, but I'm just saying if she doesn't <laughs> cook the sandwich rice. <laughs> yeah, she probably was trying to make him a sub, not a sandwich. Anyway, WWE has not given up on Steve Austin competing in a match at WrestleMania. LA Knight's name has been pitched as a potential a potential opponent for Austin. Yeah. They're good beaten for Austin. Although there is no confirmation that Austin Knight match will take place, it is intriguing that Austin is in excellent shape and has left the door open for another wrestling match. Has he though? Knight has a recently spoken about forging his own route to WrestleMania. Um, Austin has been suggested as an opponent for Lesnar, but the money was was a non-starter, and Austin never got back to WWE when Roman Reigns was suggested. So let me get this straight: the money was a non-starter for Lesnar. Apparently, Austin, you know, didn't get back to him on Reigns, but now they're going to go to LA Knight. Wait a second! No, 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 no! Pull back on here. What was a non-starter? The money they, not getting they didn't pay him enough to want to take fucking Germans from Lesnar. Yeah, I don't fault him on that one. Okay, I, I the, the money was the money offer wasn't right for Lesnar, and apparently he didn't get Austin. for Austin. Okay, for his match with Lesnar. Okay, and apparently he didn't get back to them on Roman Reigns. That was never planned. There was, was never, never the plan. Never a plan. There. I don't think that was a plan with Lesnar. I don't think Wait. that was never the plan. Wait a second. Plans changed since Ground Jewel. Yes. Plans changed since before Ground Jewel, but it sounds like that fucking went nonsense. Yeah, really. But now they went from Lesnar, which the money wasn't right for Austin, to not getting back to him on Reigns to LA Knight. I would assume there's a few more between Reigns and Knight. Or say that Knight Austin is like- never... Playing to have a match and people are just making shit up. Of course they are. This, this is the reality. This is why I got why I like our journalistic integritism. Integritism, America. Integritism. He's speaking America. But like seriously, though, we like we don't ever report fake shit. We just talk about things that might happen. If one of us are right, we're fucking insufferable. But that's different. <laughs> so I'm insufferable hey, all the time. I feel bad for you guys. Um, Rich Holland's getting death threats and being called a racist for the Big E injury that happened a year ago. And he's getting death, yeah, being death threats now about it. He's been getting death threats the entire time. Yeah, it wasn't just now. That was like buddy called me racist at my job over the phone. He's like. You won't help me because I'm of a different skin color. How the fuck can I tell that over the phone? I mean, I can tell it, but it's racist to admit that. Uh, fuck you both. You damn well know you're talking to somebody from the south or the north. Just because I talk like this don't mean I'm black. No, that just means your sister and your mother is the same person. Well, yeah. godly, you're out there. But... But no, but for this, kick us off Facebook, yes. Wrestling fans, stop and, being yeah. dickheads. 
Like, just okay. stop. Shocker, was- Riho's off fucking Twitter because of the same fucking problem. I was going to mention that next, Rio. but yeah. It's Hannah Kimura all over again. Yeah. People, people hiding behind a keyboard, talking shit to people that they'll never, ever, ever see face to face. This is fucking st- a lot Excuse of people me, in this world stupid. got a lot of fucking mouth here when they realize they won't get punched in the face for shit. Yep. Hey, at least By I do way, it in front of a camera. I got a, I got a story when the podcast is done. Oh, oh God. Uh, we mentioned it. Scott Demore has been promoted, uh, promoted to president of Impact. Mm-hmm. Good. What What is uh, Sign Guys Dudley's uh, new role? I, it's vice president of marketing, I think it is. It, yeah, it, for Anthem, not directly for. It's not directly for Anthem? No, it is directly for Anthem. It's not directly for Impact. Oh, okay. Um, Francine is sending a cease and desist order to WWE over the Queen of Extreme name. Because they've been using it for Liv Morgan and Alita. That's a good got a point. She trademarked it. She absolutely did. And I, I did not realize they were doing that. Well, if you watch the product, I don't watch uh, the product. You, you obviously know I don't watch the product. This is why I do this. He does a wrestling podcast, but doesn't watch the product. Why does he need doesn't to watch, watch the product? Why does he need to watch the product? We tell him everything that happens. Yeah, that is true. That is true. I mean, he doesn't listen to anything we say, but he he. I do in that. the editing room. He, he has to. He has to see what bad words we say. That is true. Leave that cut. That cut. That. Leave um. That. Jerry Lawler has returned home from the hospital. That's good news. <laughs> He'll be working Legends of Wrestling next Saturday. Did you just say Jerry Lawler returned home from the daycare? Because that sounded more accurate. I like WB, better. Sorry. WB is in talks of bringing a. Female love event to Western Australia. They got a lot of people from Australia, right? Yeah, but Western Australia? Perth, I do believe, is the big city there. Is it? I guess. I don't know. I'm American. America. Uh, AEW is in talks with what we're discovering to add a third weekly wrestling show. Why? They don't give a shit about their second one. Why add a third one? I'm talking about AEW doesn't give a shit about their second one, so why will they? I was going to say, shit what about, about their the third fifth one? one? They want the money from the ad revenue. Well, yeah, obviously. So they're going to lose money on production to try to get money back from ad revenue. That's so WCW of them. <laughs> Here's the reality: what they should do is that third program should be their two darks, a cut-up version of their two darks. Because they're um, already taping that and it'd be free revenue. Right. Uh, three more things. Uh, Ricky Starks is considering suing the Alamo Dome over that leaked Royal Rumble photo. I'm not sure how serious. I'm not sure how serious he is or not. I think. Wait, what? What is this? Oh, I I didn't hear about this at all. He was backstage at the Royal Rumble because Cody Rhodes invited him, and there was a photo of him walking into the building with Cody Rhodes. It got leaked. Oh, I did not know that. This was a month and a half ago, bro. I Watch did, the product. Did not know. Legitimately, I did not know anything about that. Yep. So he's. I don't know how serious he is about suing, suing him though. They'll go nowhere. I can guarantee you that. 
Um, Arn Anderson's oldest son, Barrett, uh, passed away, age 37. Still no cause of death, but yeah, that's said here. Jesus Christ. And then um, last one, and I want to get everyone's take on this. Sports betting on WWE matches. I know that DraftKings does prop bets on how long the match go, what the interference with is, but WWE is actually looking into states like Indiana, Michigan, about actually betting on the outcome of their matches, like who's going to win. Well, this is a good time to put over pro wrestling scorecards, of which we all do. Um, for, for the most part, unless I forget, like I did last time. Um, but yeah, it, I, I'm, I'm not so sure that's a good idea. Uh, <laughs> For the most part, it's not like it's a bad idea. Like, it, you can regulate it enough that, okay, people, you you don't have to tell people before their match happens who wins. You can do that with only a handful of people. You'll notice if anything gets leaked out because... Money will go up on a certain opponent. Yeah, All right. and you'll notice that people are, uh, oh, my God, for some reason in the past 12 hours, Cody Rhodes has been heavily, heavily gambled. You know what I mean? Yeah, but that's been that's been done already. I mean, yeah, for the most part, for what they're talking about, actual winners and stuff, you can still get away with not telling people who's winning the next four happens. And WWE is someone that even now, people like us who know so much still question certain things, whether it's real or not. Um, I don't disagree with that. I think most people are assuming that the wrestlers themselves are going to bet on themselves. Um, yes, Ryan, Ryan does make a good point about money coming in and going up on a certain, you know, wrestler, you know, on maybe someone knows inside information, stuff like that. Um, Sleazy, you're the, quote, lawyer on the show. But they add a clause to anyone who works for WB in their contract saying they can't bet? Oh, yeah, they can. Absolutely. Yeah. They can. Um, the problem ends up being this, is prove that it was me who leaked it. I'm not saying leak. I'm saying bet. Right. But if, if Brian Gerwitz knows who's going to win and tells Got you. Me, like Bruce Pritchard knows who's going to win and then tells yeah. his wife to bet on something. You exactly. Know. And technically, the, the betting parlor that would be regulated wouldn't know who you know his wife is in theory so i i don't know how this works don't you have to see you cash out a win don't you have to tell them their, your name or no i don't know how it works so only, i'm not you only need to do it if you uh go over a certain tax threshold okay um and at that point you get a w2g um, there's a couple of other bits and pieces depending on how you put the wager in. If you did it at a casino or something like that, you would not have to put any uh, personal information whatsoever into the bet. If you are, I would assume that most. I'm sorry to interrupt you. I, I would assume that most of these are casinos that they're talking to about putting putting them in. I wouldn't doubt it if they're if they're doing it in Indiana and Michigan. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, New Jersey and uh, Pennsylvania were in those same talks because uh, both New Jersey and uh, Pennsylvania have laws on the books that allow online sports betting. 
as well as sports betting in the casinos themselves. Uh, New York does too. That was recent too, because they allowed DraftKings and Delago or was it, or was it turning stone? I think it's turning stone. Okay. As long as they have those prop bets with it. If you're just betting on just a match, I can get where that's going. But when you need to add those prop bets for how many minutes, how many steel chairs, how many, this does the, like, you know what I mean? I agree I'm, with that. I think I'm that, assuming that they would do that too. They're just adding in. Who do you think is going to win the match? Well, the problem yeah, what I'm is, saying is I think that the, who is going to win in the match needs to be attached to prop bets. You oh, okay. Got you. Right. Because at least yeah. that way you're still kind of putting a little bit of a mystery there. Cause you can't predict that. Yeah. You can't predict that when they said go home eight minutes in that, they only had th- they only did thirty seconds more versus forty five versus six. Yeah, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Yep. I think that's the best way to regulate it is to do exactly that. Um, I almost like a, a forced parlay almost. It, it has to be just because if you're just betting on just winners, it's going to get tangly for people to do that. But like I said, you're you're not going to be like, well, I'm going to hit you with a chair seven times this match, and that just happened to be the prop bet. Like people getting that stuff, I get it. But like add something to it so it's not just straight winner. So you know that you need to get a couple of things right to make it K boss. You can get the winner all you want. We see it on scorecards. You can get the person who won that match I want. If you don't get them extra side bets, you're fucked. Yeah. yeah. There I, I know at least once Batman got every single result right and was like fifth. Yeah. Um for the most part, from what I've heard, but what I've read online between Michigan and Indiana, they are against it. So I mean, they probably think the same way we do. Only a fool would bet on a predetermined match. Yes. <laughs> I mean, so um, I mean, they bet on UFC, so I don't know why they think would think that. But um, drink. Yeah, they're they're against it. I, yeah, I think Ryan's onto something with the, with the force props into it if that's how you're going to regulate it then yeah that's fine but as just regular betting I, I'm, I don't know if I'm okay with that because then what stops what stops saying turning stone from doing it with a wild zero show mm-hmm. for indie wrestlers you know what I mean and so I, I dare say it would be easier <laughs> to do an indie show because yeah many times they just go Oh shit, he's fucking injured. Roll him up. Yeah. But no, I'm just saying what stops what stops local indie promotions that go into a casino that allows that and try to force that into that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you do it for WB, why aren't you doing it for us? You know what I mean? Stuff like that. And this and then possible you get power on the phone. <laughs> oh fucking court power. Yeah. Oh, by the way, paper toss. But yeah, Yay! I I it's just, you know. I think it would be obviously the money line won't be that big for an indie show, but you could still have people bet on, you know, these local wrestlers bet on themselves trying to make a little extra buck, you know? So I don't know. It, it, it's, it's um, better than their pay. Ha <laughs> <laughs> I mean, gotta get paid somehow. Hot dog and a handshake. Sell a t-shirt, make a profit. What do you mean I got to pay you? You sold merch. <laughs> right? Mm-mm-mm. All right, yep, that's it. Paper toss. Uh, Ryan, put yourself over. 
Find me on Reddit and The Wrestling Show. We do terrible things there and talk about all kinds of nonsense. Also on that Twitter thing, too. What are you, Ryan Gotch? Yeah, sir. Combined all of us. Uh, Fuck Chip because he wasn't feeling well. Um, But you can find him on Twitter at TWS underscore Mark with four A's. Should be eight, but he's a Mark. Right. Um, He does some rando show on Wednesdays, I think. Hey, fuck you. I I can't remember. I think Batman knows more about it. Best on show, sports show, period. Dos. I went went by on that one. Um, I heard that about you. (laughs) Hey, man, I go both ways. I go left and right. I mean, if you go right, just gonna end up in the same place anyway. God, um, in your hair? Yep, my hair, all my hair. Um, I meant your beard, but okay. <laughs> you could stomp fat man. Um, but anyway, every Wednesday night live on Facebook. Sorry, Facebook. Um, at I nine. haven't seen this many strokes without spit in my hand in forever. Right? It was three hours ago. What are you talking about? He had a pregame before he got on the show. Of course he did. I saw him do it. It was in International Waters, but I saw him do it. Um, yeah. Every Wednesday night, live on the Facebooks, we talk sports. We're going to do our NCAA tournament predictions. We're going to do a shit ton of NFL trade trades and free agencies that went down. And... That's that's it. For the, there's just a ton of NCAA and football news. That's pretty much all we're doing this week. Oh, yep. Um, I'm at TWS Sleazy. TWS Fat Man. And we are Sleazy Fat Man on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Please go on over there and give us a like. Videos you can find on YouTube.com slash Sleazy and Fat Man. Um, Twitch.tv slash Sleazy and Fat Man. We're going to start using that as a secondary channel. Um, and obviously premium videos like Ryan's titties on onlyfans.com slash the wrestling show you can find all sorts of content at the wrestling show.com including articles merch a ton of other cool stuff you can also find this show on facebook live now um at facebook.com slash sleazy and the fat man you can get this podcast every saturday morning wherever you get your podcast including spotify apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, and podbean don't hesitate to rate us on your favorite platform it really helps us out and of course make sure that you're automatically downloading those episodes because that really really does help us out as well um so with a fuck you to deets because he left early a fuck you to chip because he never made it to the show a thank you to ryan which usually fuck you but you know this time it's a thank you. And as always, for Sleazy. For the Fat Man. This is the Wrestling Show. Thank you guys so much for listening. Peace. Fuck Dave Meltzer. Fuck Tony Khan. A hot dog's on a sandwich. A sub is on a sandwich. A burger is a sandwich. And Ryan and I have a watch along coming out tomorrow. Yes. And we are keeping another watch along this week. So look out for that we're doing the 92 Halloween Havoc I'm a truth that you seem to run from I'm an army of one I'm a clip in your gun <laughs>